What up, what up, what up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> VOG Podcast, PC Podcast, back at it. You know what it is. Um, yeah, just here with y'all. Get these thoughts off my chest, old head status. You know what it is. Listen, <laughs> when your boys start having convos about how washed you are now, then you, you know what time it is, man. Uh, listen, man, I'm at the point in my life where I can't even let my little man like sit on my back and watch TV and shit because I'll be out for a week. Yeah. Listen, he's he's big now, so, you know, all that has to stop. But anyway, what it is, world, I am back at it. I'm still here. VLG, PC podcast, off top. Uh, yeah, this has been a beautiful week. This weather is absolutely nuts as it still continues. It was like 100 degrees the other day, and now it's only like maybe 60 or 70, and the sun ain't been out in a day or two. And, uh, yeah, for those who don't know, I live in New York. So, uh, yeah, this weather up here is just different, man. I was just talking to somebody. It's like, yo, there's no more seasons. It's either hot or it's cold. That's it. There's no, you might get some enjoyable weather somewhere in the mix of all of that, but other than that, man, you did it, yo. I, I'm just telling you how it is off top in New York. It just seems absolutely nuts. Uh, listen, I, <laughs> yo, I just want to ask you a question, man. Um, cause me and my boy was talking about it one day, and um, you may not have noticed, but this is why I tell people. On a regular basis, I'm like, yo, you have to look up sometimes and just look at the landscape around you because there's a lot of stuff going on that um people don't know about. I'm not going to get too deep, too heavy into that, but I will say this much. Uh, as me and my boy said, we're like, yo, what's up with all these 5G towers that are going up everywhere? And <laughs> the funny thing about it is... We're like, yo, they just pop up out of nowhere. Like, you'll be driving, and the next thing you know, you'll just see one. Like, they just pop up. Like, you don't know when they were built, when they got put there. Granted, it's a process and a half because these things have a, a huge amount of electrical circuitry hooked up to them. And some of them are described as tree. I mean, um, what am I talking about? I'm, I'm weary. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh but they are disguised, not described, disguised as trees or cactuses or I've seen a bunch of wild pictures of these things. If you don't know what a 5G tower looks like, I will put one up on my IG account, one that I see every day. And I noticed it. Honestly, I just started like really noticing the abundance of them this past summer, if I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. But it just seems like they're everywhere out of nowhere. And if you, like, I, I'm, I'm going to post a picture to my IG of the 5G towers that I'm actually describing. So this way you could get a better understanding of what you should be on the lookout for. Because if you don't know, they probably are in your area. They're just not advertising them 
I guess. And from what they're selling everybody, they're pretty much selling the idea that these 5G towers are for cell phone service or something of that nature. I don't know what 5G cell phone service is, if I'm going to keep it all the way a buck with everybody. But it just seems crazy. There are at least, in my commute to the office every day and the gym and just in general, I probably pass about seven or eight of them just in this vicinity of where I live and work and uh, basically function. There are at least seven or eight of them. They are on top of apartment buildings. They're probably more than that, actually. I'm probably giving you the low number of it, if I'm going to be completely honest. But at that same in that same light, these things are on top of buildings in the Bronx. I have seen this multiple times where... I, I, granted, yo, I don't know how long they've been there. I could have... I could just now be looking up to notice all of this. They could have been there for years for all I know. But it just seems crazy to me how they're just popping up everywhere. And I remember a building that I worked in. And um, the security guard told me, he said, because half of the building, it like, uh, all right, let me not say half. But this building had a lot of vacant office space and a lot of unused space. Like there were whole floors in this building that were not used at all. And the security guard told me, he said, the building owners get so much money from the cell phone companies having the antennas on top of the building, they don't really need to rent out everything to make a profit on the building. And at that time, I did not, I like, I didn't understand it for the most part because I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm just figuring, all right, cell phone antennas, the, the cell phone companies like Verizon, Sprint, or just whatever, T-Mobile, whatever phone carrier you use, they put the antennas on top of the building to better your reception. And that was my misconception of the whole thing. And then when I actually see the antennas on top of the building, there are these 5G antennas that are going up everywhere and in that little vicinity. Within a square mile of this building, there are maybe three or four towers with these these 5G antennas on them. Listen, I'm not trying to spook anybody. I promise you, I'm really not trying to spook you, and I'm not trying to, um, like, cause, like, ring the ring the alarm bell or anything of that nature. But if you know, like, I know these things could be used for um, so much more than whatever they're telling you that they actually are, for the most part. And, uh... <laughs> Let me just say this, man. Um, there are concerns 
with all these towers that are going up in all of these places. And I'll just give you an example. On a recent trip, like a recent drive out to Jersey, because I had to go to Jersey for a function. Like, I'm the only one in the car. Like, I probably sound bugged out to everybody in the car with me. But I'm the only one in the car noticing these towers or kind of, like, catching them just driving down. And there were at least 12 to 15 of these things. All right, maybe I'm I'm overestimating that. It's probably, like, 8 to 10. There were at least 8 to 10 of these things on that drive. With That's, that's an hour. It was, like, an hour and 15-minute drive. And... They pretty much, <laughs> yeah. I'm not bugging, man. Like if you like the five G towers, you just have to look for them, man, and you'll see them, and then you'll kind of catch on to what I'm talking about. And if you know anything about microwave frequencies and microwave signals and what they can be used to do these towers could be used with that wavelength that is one of the stories out there and it's made my homie said yeah like yeah they're gonna cook your brain eventually but let's not get into that because that's too deep for most people and i don't want to turn this into a conspiracy theorist channel or whatever you may call it but the fact is we don't know what these towers are for, if you want to keep it a buck. And another idea floating around, idea or theory floating around about these towers is that they are part of the weather modification program and they help to alter the weather in your area by sending electromagnetic frequencies up into the air in the ionosphere and that is part of the HARP system and the weather manipulation program. If you don't know anything about that, I suggest you YouTube it, Google it, whatever your method of researching things you may hear or be interested in is, I suggest you do that because it really is one of these things that you kind of do have to research because what kind of world are we what kind of world are we giving to the babies, man? With all this crazy, strange stuff going on in terms of weather and just technology that we don't fully have a grip on yet. Because I'm pretty sure the people installing these 5G towers have no clue exactly what the purpose or point of these towers are. Or they might. Because we don't know, listen, a federal agent is not going to tell you they're a federal agent, unless you're cool with them. I know one who's retired, that's all I'll say on that matter. But it just uh, these questions are just things that pop in my head, because I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do the people installing these towers know what they're for? Listen, I don't know what they're for. I'm just going to throw that out there. I have my theories and I have my ideas of what they are for, but all I'm going to tell you is just please look up at certain times in your drives and just look up and see if you see any towers that look different or may be new to the area that you live in. 
because there are health concerns over these towers. There was one, I believe, I can't remember the area, but it was they installed a 5G tower next to a fire station or a police station. It was one of the two. And the employees of whatever department it was started to get headaches and started to get sick because of the installation of the 5G tower. <clears throat> now, with that being said, there are other health concerns because these towers are going up everywhere, regardless if you want them or not. And I'm just, I'm, I'm on the phone right now Googling it. And there are communities, hold on, see? This is what I'm talking about, man. They are saying that these towers could lead to cancer and other diseases that we don't know about. It's just crazy, man. This is a, this is in a San Rafael, California. They have launched a campaign to block these 5G towers. Because this is what they tell you, that the towers would allow for faster and higher capacity video streaming and other transmissions and could exasperate health symptoms already suspected as a result of the exposure to electromagnetic fields. As I just said. So, listen, I'm not, as I said, I'm not ringing the bell for alarm. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just telling you, it really is one of those things where you have to understand this is a real it's a reality of life just in general of the things we will have to deal with and will have to put up with in terms of <laughs> just in terms of, you know, whatever the program is that they want everybody on. This may be a part of it. It might not. All I'm telling you is just look up, man, because I just saw way too many. I've seen way too many of them recently on top of buildings, on top of, on highways, just on inconspicuous poles that look like nothing. And as I said, they're, they're telling you it's the better your cell phone service and all this other stuff. But we, we don't really know this. Listen, in my head, I don't think half of the Con Edison workers and the other people who are doing all this construction in the area, because there are whole blocks in some places that are roped off with Con Ed work and things of that nature. They're tearing up streets, diverting water, and... So, listen, something different is going on, but I believe it is because we are... We're headed toward a digital age, whether you like it or not, if I'm going to be completely honest with everyone. I don't know about cryptocurrency, but I do know about biometrics and just a little bit about the AI, which is artificial intelligence development that they are doing or that they have been doing forever and we as a people, we have to understand 
that there is nothing new under the sun. Everything that we get that we think is new technology, our government and military has been playing with for years, and they tinker with it enough to where <laughs> they don't think that people can figure out how to get around things with it. But that's where hackers come in and kind of even the playing field. I'm not saying salute to hackers, but by the time we get it, they figure out that nobody would know how to do it, but hackers figure out computer programs like nothing. But in the digital age with digital currency, as I tell people, and I'll put it in this perspective to everybody, if the internet and cell phone service was to go out tomorrow, like what what would you do and how would you communicate with anyone? And I'm not, I'm just saying this just in general because think about the amount of phone numbers you know now by heart and just understand like if everything went, you couldn't, imagine you woke up, you couldn't turn your cell phone on, you couldn't check your Facebook, you couldn't check your social media, you couldn't check your bank account, you couldn't do any of that. You would sit there trying to refresh your phone for a good 30 or 40, matter of fact, you couldn't even turn your phone on. You would be lost in general for a hot minute and trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm just, I'm me included. That is me included in the whole thing of this. But this is what I'm telling you. If your cell phone, your internet, like you didn't have that for a couple of days, would your life be the same as you know it now? Or would it be something that you would have to adjust to and figure out? Because there have been theories proposed that there's going to be a blackout and you're not going to have access to your money. You're not going to have cell phone service. You're not going to have any of that due to a blackout, EMP attack, some kind of cyber attack from, just say, Russia, because that's what they'll say it is, or Iran or South Korea or North Korea. Whatever they're going to tell you it is. But if you have no access to any of that, like how, how do you function? as a people and how long before chaos ensues. But let me get back into the digital age that I think we're going into with biometrics. As I said, in a couple of years, you will not need a passport to travel or ID of any sort. There are already Amazon stores set up where you don't have to pay anything you just walk in and it takes money out of your amazon account there are whole cities in dubai that are completely digital based which is and they dub them the cities of the future mind you these are in dubai the desert like one of the the rich people's playland as they call it so you have all of these things. I told you, if you listen to the show I put out about the Adhar program in India, which already has over a billion people in it, 
it's just that's I don't want to say it's nuts to me, but it just seems crazy. Like that's a billion people. Think about that. All ready in a digitized system just to access basic welfare and everyday needs. As I said, you have to be in the ADR program to have a bank account, a passport, or just to access welfare. So if you don't think a streamlined system such as this is coming to, I guess, you know, if you don't think it's coming to where you are, you might be crazy because everybody is like, no, I ain't getting a microchip, I ain't getting a microchip. But if they tell you you need a microchip to access your welfare benefits and feed your kids, I'm not saying you it's something you must do, but in your head you, you really don't have that many options. If it's a choice between starving your babies and taking that microchip, I'm pretty sure you're going to take the microchip. That's just me as a parent speaking in general. But it, it seems that this is really going to be like a sound like a conspiracy theorist show. But the digital age is, I'm not even going to say it's coming because as I tell people, it's already here. You are connected to a computer pretty much every moment of your day except for when you are not sleeping. And if you think I'm bugging, you could, like, there's no way I'm wrong on that one. I'll just say it in that nature. Because when you really think about it, you are connected to a computer because your cell phone is a computer. You can know anything you want to know at any given moment by typing words into your computer or into your cell phone, whatever you want to label it as. But that's pretty much what you're connected to. And the AI advances that they are making is pretty much combining your body with the um with the computer so you're already attached to it it's just not embedded in you as of yet and i don't know it to be 100% true that that is the next phase but something of the sort is already coming and um there's already artificial intelligence out there that people are wearing voluntarily we all carry GPS trackers voluntarily. We all carry recording devices voluntarily. And I thought about it the other day, and I'm like, a Fitbit or whatever health watch you choose to wear can pretty much count your steps, tell you your heart rate, tell you how much sleep you get. It pretty much can track your life. To some extent, uh, I don't know. I've never had one of them because it just seems weird to me, kind of, sort of, that um, that this device that I wear can count my steps and 
just do everything, like know everything about my life. But in the same light, I'm leery of that, but my GPS could tell me everywhere I went for three months. And <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that as long as it can get me where I'm going in the shortest amount of time. So the trade-off, it seems crazy, and we are reluctant in our heads to um, kind of integrate and everybody wants to fight the system or whatever you want to call it in terms of this AI integration or the takeover or whatever they're calling it. Um, yeah, but it's all right. Listen, it's, it's already happening. We are already in some phases of it. We just don't acknowledge it. We're blind to it because we enjoy it and we indoctrinate the babies into it because the babies know technology and electronics better than most adults do if you want to keep it a buck. Uh, the babies and the adults pretty much play the same video games now, cell phone-wise. So if a two-year-old is doing the same thing on the phone as a mature adult, the baby's already indoctrinated into the technology age. And that's, it is what it is, because you, one, you don't want your child to fall behind in the in being able to use this technology when it comes to schooling and things of that nature. But on the other hand, it, listen, the kids these days, they don't, they don't have to spell because they could talk into a phone and the phone would will type it in for them and give them the feedback on whatever information they want to know. So they are already part of the technological age and the advances that are going on. And we indoctrinate. We introduce them and indoctrinate them into that. And that's part of society in general. Because... <laughs> Yo, I hate to say this because it sounds bad, but it, yo, it's the truth and it's so 100. But you, you got to remember, yo, listen, even poor people have cell phones. I mean, I, listen, I'm I'm broke and poor myself, so don't think of it as me talking down on anyone. But if even, you, you think about everybody has access to this technology on a on a societal level, except for in other countries like the third world countries where it's very scarce, but even then, they still have cell phones. I'm not shitting on any country, but everybody in Cuba got cell phones, so it, it's a it's a pretty much global thing, which is why I say think globally, not locally. I think that's going to be a tagline of some sorts for this show, but. It's just one of those things where um, it, these are just the things I think about. This is all from my perspective, as I always say. But we're already pretty much kind of, um, we're already there. We just don't, we haven't fully acknowledged it yet because it's a resistance that we put up to the whole thing. But we... Listen, I'm not, as I said, I'm not ringing the bell for alarm 
All I'm telling you is that it's coming, and there there will be there will be no way to resist it. I guess you could say. Um, as I mentioned, the robotics age is definitely on the horizon as well. The advances in robotics that have been made, probably more so than we know about. Uh, yeah. Listen, they, <laughs> they, got, they already have robot dogs and um, humans. Sophia was the first robot citizen of Iran or Dubai, one of those Middle Eastern countries. You can Google that. That's been out there for the longest AI, your Google Voice can make a phone call for you and make a hair appointment. Uh, listen, the stuff you see on TV and movies is real. All of this robot stuff was predictive programmed into us as children and adults. So when we see these things now, it just seems regular and commonplace. And we're like, oh, we're in the future. But as many experts have already warned and said, they don't they don't know how to control AI. And that is the big hindrance with full implementation of it. And I, I like I'm just as I said, this is from my perspective, it's just my opinion. A lot of it may be true. You could Google it and listen, if I'm wrong send me an email and tell me I'm wrong and send me some proof to back it up and uh, I will gladly read it and research it. But that is the big problem with the whole thing is that, um, yeah, they don't know how to control AI completely and there's no way from stopping AI from doing what AI wants to do because there was a story where they had two computer programs hooked up and communicating with each other. But after a certain amount of time, the computer started communicating in a code that the programmers could not figure out. And they realized they didn't put in a command in the system that the computer can only communicate with the other computer in English. So the computers basically made up their own language and started communicating with each other. And there was nothing that the programmers could do about it because they didn't know what the computers were doing at all. And then they had to shut the computers down to stop them from communicating with each other. And I think it was, it was either Google or Amazon or one of these big tech companies that were actually trying this experiment. So if Google or the big technology companies can't control AI, uh, I don't even want to pose that question, but it's, it's a very good question. It's, is AI already in control and we don't know it? Or... Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to pose that question, man. I didn't even think about that aspect of it when I started out this show. But that's a good, that is a good question, man. And I think it's been posed probably forever, and I'm not the 
first person to even pose that question. But it's a great question because I, I don't it, – it's, it's a really – it's a good fucking question, man. Sorry for cursing. But is AI already in control and we don't know it? Because if the biggest tech companies can't stop AI from communicating in languages that we don't know about it, and they are already fully robotic or fully digital-aged countries or places in countries right now, is AI already in control and how long before, I guess, the full takeover? I mean, I'm not scared. I what am I gonna do, man? Like I lived, I lived a little bit already. I ain't gotta, um, I ain't gotta stress too much. I just worry for my, you know, for my little man. You like, is he? As I said, man, as I discussed with his mother, I'm like, yo, he might bring home a robot. For all we know, by the time they growing up, and uh, it's a very, it's a very, very like harsh reality that everybody might. Just have to be cool and accepting of if we're gonna keep it all the way true about it and uh be adults about it. So yeah, that's just from my perspective, man. That's just the whole AI and um five G tower thing from my perspective. Yeah, I mean it might sound bugged out, I might sound like a conspiracy theorist, but trust me, as I tell you all the time, just Google it, do your research, and just see if, you know, listen, it might sound crazy when I tell you about the ADHAR program or about the computers communicating with each other in a code that programmers couldn't even understand and the robotic age and the digital age is actually coming because it sounds crazy and nobody is worried about these things other than me probably but that's not true because there's a whole community of people who are worried about these things but uh, these are just this is just it from my perspective man um we just have to be ready for it and um yeah with that being said i'm gonna go ponder if ai is already in control because it might be man your body is just a computer, and the brain is just the the brain is the control center of the whole thing. So, if you look at it in that aspect, we're already there. It's just not fully integrated because they don't know how to control it. So, with that being said, I will leave you with this: Please do keep an eye up to the sky. Just look out for any strange towers. Look on top of buildings in your area. Just look everywhere because these things are a health concern. They say it's for the betterment of life, but they can't control these things and they don't know the full outcome of what they're doing or implementing. It's only an experiment, people. Uh, but yeah, listen, I'm sorry I got like far out on y'all. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not going to be ratchet. It might be boring to you, but at least... Hopefully you've been informed on something you didn't know 40 minutes ago. Uh, that's it, man. PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. I am the voice of God. Just here to try to reason and uh, 
giving people something different to think about other than love and hip hop and all that other stuff that does go on in the media. But that is it for this show. I do appreciate you listening. Follow me at on Instagram at Derek H. Flint. Follow me on Twitter at DHF818. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's the only social media you need to follow. I appreciate the listen. If you enjoy the listen, please do send me a dollar to my PayPal at dflint51 at gmail.com or just uh, cash at me. I think it's the dollar sign, Derek Flint. I don't know how to use all this technology, but send me a dollar, man. So I could buy some, you know, <laughs> so I could buy some roll-ups. Uh, Bluntville, Black and Mild, y'all need to sponsor me. I'm just throwing that out there, putting that into the universe. I love everybody. Uh, peace.